Another beautiful day. The Lord has blessed us. Amen. And he has allowed us again to come into his house of praise. Amen. House of prayer. Amen. His house of where the saints of God come together so that we may render worship unto him as outlined in the scriptures. And we hope and pray for no other reason you have come but to learn more of the way of the Lord and to learn what you must do in order to be saved if you have not obeyed the glorious gospel that is able to save your soul. Amen. Bring you into the proper relationship with God. Yeah. For therein, in this gospel, is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. Yeah. So many gather on Sunday mornings for numerous reasons and they come together to implement worship of their own thinking, of their own ways. Right. But the Bible calls for us to worship the way God has outlined for us to worship. Man. And we must come to the understanding that the only way we're going to please God, we have to do things God's way. Man. We don't need to add anything to it. We don't need to take anything from it. We right. must recognize that we of ourselves, we're unable to do anything that's going to please God. Amen. Because outside of Christ, yeah. we cannot have a relationship with God. Amen. Jesus said in John 14, for I am the way, yeah. the truth, yeah. and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Amen. You cannot have an association, relationship, or anything with the Father unless you have met the criteria that the Son has outlined. Amen. Because all power has been given unto Him yeah. in heaven and earth. Amen. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And you must come through Him. He is the door, yeah. as outlined in John 10. You try any other way, you're a thief and a robber. You cannot do it according to what might make sense to you. All right, now. It doesn't matter what might make sense to you. It's about what pleases God. Man. And that's why we must understand with all of our worldly learning, with all of our feelings and mamaology, daddyology, grandmamaologies and all of these different things, it won't mean a hill of beans when you stand back for God. Amen. What we need to do is humble ourselves. Yes, sir. And recognize God already know the wretched people we are. Amen. But because of his love and because he so loved the world. Yes. He recognized our wretchedness, but he chose not to leave us in despair. Right. He chose not to leave us hanging out there without any hope or regards. He sent his only begotten son. Yeah. And I'm hoping this morning in this lesson presented to you from 2 Kings chapter 5 that we can come to recognize that you can obtain all of the worldly goods and you can be looked upon with all of the wonderful accolades in the world by men. But you're not going to make it without Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let me say that again. 
You can receive all of the worldly goods in this life. And men can, oh, they can label you and praise you with all types of accolades and everything, but without Jesus, you're not going to make it. Amen. Is that all right? It's all right. In 2 Kings chapter 5, it talks about a, a famous leper named Naaman. Many of us are familiar with Naaman. The story of greatness overshadowed, that should be shadowed, overshadowed by pride. Pride. Mm -hmm. Pride. Now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria, was a great man. The Bible said he was a great man yeah. with his master. Yeah. And honorable. Because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. Yeah. He was also a mighty man in valor. But. But. Yeah. He was the left. Mm -hmm. And the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel a little man. And she waited on Naaman's wife. Now, I'm going to pause right there and you keep that thought. Right. Going back to verse 1. Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master. Yeah. And all. <clears throat> That's a lot to say about him. Yes, it is. This man was no joke. He was the real deal. Ah, uh, come on now. Trying to change. Help me out who's back there. <laughs> he was a great man. And what we can learn from Naaman is through his greatness. There we go. Captain of the host with the king of Syria. He ruled over many soldiers. Right. Being captain. Yeah. Had many men lives in his hand. Great man with his master. In other words, the king trusted him. Yeah. Trustworthy. Yeah. Dependable. Yeah. He was honorable. Right. And a mighty man of valor. Yeah. Brave. He was brave. Yeah. You want it done? Call for name. Right. You want it done and don't have to worry about following up and Concerned about Paul Naaman. Right. Naaman was a man. Now, but he was a leper. Yeah. But he was a leper. Yeah. How can you be so great with all of these accolades laid to your resume? Right. But he was a leper. Yeah. Leprosy. Is an infectious disease that causes severe disfiguring skin, sores, and nerve damage in the arms, legs, and skin areas around the body. Naaman had a problem. Yeah. The Bible said he was a great man. Yeah. He was a man of bravery. He was an honorable man. He was in tight with the king. Naaman had, as if we were to say today, he had the hookup. Naaman was. The man. Right. But Naaman had a problem. Yeah. 
Naaman had something that even the king couldn't help him with. Right. Naaman had leprosy. Right. Naaman had it all. Favor with the king, servants, a wife, status, riches, honor, and all the things one could ever desire. Except to have his leprosy. Right. He had favor with a king, but not with the king of kings. Right. Yeah. Right now. There are some problems in life money cannot solve or resolve for you. Amen. Let me say that again. Amen. I'm not saying money can't do a lot of things for you. But there are some things even money can't solve for you in your life. That's right. That's right. Naaman had the riches, but he was still a rich leper. Right. He had the favor, but he was just a favored leper. He had the honor and valor, but he was just a valor, a valiant and honorable leper. Right. Wasting away daily from the infection yeah. that he had. Naaman suffered not only from leprosy, but he suffered from a hell-binding condition called pride. Right. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Naaman had a double whammy. Yeah. Leprosy, and on top of the leprosy, he suffered with an internal issue within himself, brought on by himself, right. called pride. Yeah. Yes, All right. And it's sad to say, the same condition Naaman suffered with, not the leprosy, but the pride, many people suffer with that same problem today. Yes, they do. Verse number six. I'm going to pick up at six. This little maiden that Sir Naaman's wife caught the king's ear and heard about a prophet, a man of God. Right. Right. Over in Israel, that she said to heal me. Right. And for time's sake, I'm, I'm just going to move on. And. She got the king's ear and name the king told Naaman, go. And Naaman prepared and got a letter from the king and went over to the king of Israel with the letter. And the letter was presented unto the king of Israel. And the king of Israel went off. The king of Israel went off. Right. Even the king of Israel understood as mighty as a man I am as king. There are some things beyond my power. Amen. Amen. And he recognized healing a man of leprosy was one of them. That's right. <laughs> and he brought the letter to the king of Israel saying... Yeah. Now when this letter is coming to thee, behold, I have therewith sent Naaman, my servant, to thee, that thou mayest recover him of his leprosy. Hmm. And it came to pass when the king of Israel had read the letter, that he rent his clothes. Right. He rent his clothes. Renting his clothes was, a, was, an, was an act to show anger, disgust, 
outrage. I mean, just as if to insult me about basically you trying me. Yeah. He ran his clothes and said, Am I God? Right. To kill and to make a lie? That this man does sin unto me to recover a man of his leprosy? Mm. Leprosy back in that time was a death sentence. Yeah. People were banned. Yes. They were sent out from among the regular people All right. to leprosy camps. All right. Yeah. And as you travel about, and as they traveled about, if they were coming unto the regular people, and what I mean by regular people, people who were not infected by leprosy, uh -huh. when they were coming toward them, they were, they were required to yell out. Lepers. Lepers. Because this was a very contagious infection. Right. So that the regular people could not become infected. Right. So having leprosy was a death sentence. Yeah. All right. And the king of Syria sent his letter with Naaman unto the king of Israel and said, Heaven, do something. Yeah. And the king of Israel asked, Am I God? Hmm. Who do you think I am that I could kill and to make a lie? That this man does sin unto me to recover a man of his leprosy? Of all things, leprosy? Wherefore, consider, I pray you, and see how he seeketh a fall with me. King of Israel said, this man trying to stir something up with me. This man trying to start something. Right. But the problem being, oh, I hit the wrong thing here. What did I do, Sydney? The problem that had occurred was simply the king of Syria was lacking understanding about man's limitations. Right. But the king of Israel understood and recognized that there was even somebody bigger than him. Right. And he knew his ability was not able to save Naaman. Right. So Naaman was guided over and was told about the prophet, the man of God. Right. That he should go over to see him. And Naaman, being in the condition that he was in, at this point, he wasn't really in much of a... He wasn't really in much of a position to be argumentative. Right. Man, you got leprosy. How much leverage do you have to debate or argue about anything? So... We, 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 we come. That, that was it. <laughs> my, my, my mistake on that. But that's not the end of the lesson. Right. We come to the point where he comes to the prophet. Elijah. Mm -hmm. 
We're talking about pride, folks. Right. Even when we're in the midst of looking at death. Yeah. Some people will still allow pride. Yeah. To steer them the wrong way. Amen. Naaman went unto the man of God. Can you imagine driving up his chariots, right. his servants, his band, all of his entourage and everything, and the prophet of God refused to step outside to even speak to him. He sends out instructions to Naaman and said, go dip. Yeah. Seven times. Yeah. In the joy. Wait a minute. Apparently something, something, something's wrong here. We're talking about Naaman, captain of the host. King right hand man. Yeah. Man of valor. Yeah. Honor. Yeah. We're talking about naming. Right. How dare you send out a messenger to name and just tell him, go there. Right. Seven times. Right. Do you know who I am? <laughs> I, I got a letter from the king. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know the riches I'm rolling with me? Right. The silver? Right. The gold? The servants mm. and everything, the clothing. Man, I brought all of these different changes of clothing and everything. And you're going to send a servant <laughs> out to me. Right now. And of all things, you tell me to go dip seven times in the fillings. Yeah, yeah. Of all the rivers. Yeah. Let me ask you something, folks. What should have been more important on Naaman's mind? His pride or living? You will, you will think being healed and cured from the leprosy would be the number one priority on his mind. But it's sad to say, just like Naaman, many people today are caught up and blinded in their pride yeah. when they come to the knowledge of the truth. That's right. That's right. Say it now. Naaman made a ruckus, made a fuss. And the young maiden asked, What, would it, what, what do you have to lose? Right. But Naaman said, Surely I thought this man of God would come out and put on a show. Right. Surely I thought he would come out and call on his God and do what we would call and put on a hopeless, hopeless experience and Shout to heaven and heaven shout back at him and something miraculous happens and he will be healed of his leprosy. See, that's what man like. Come on now. To get 
involved in politics. Yeah. Yeah. The experience. But God isn't caught up in experiences. God is caught up in humility. Yeah. So Naaman throws a tantrum. Upset with the prophet. And the young maiden said, if he had asked you to do something great or spectacular, when you've done it, why can't you just go dip seven times? Right. Captain of the horse. Man of valor. Yeah. Insulted. The prophet would not even come out and tell him himself. <laughs> you sent out a messenger. Mm -hmm. But all while he threw his tantrum, all while he was upset, all while he was fussing, he was still alive. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. He was still alive. Yes, sir. And finally he took heed. Yeah. And he went and did. Once. And he was still alive. He did twice. Yeah. Still alive. Yeah. Three times, still a leper. Yeah. Four, five, six. What? Still a leper. Still a leper. Yeah. Seven times. What happened? <laughs> he was healed. Yeah. How did this come about? First and foremost, we know it was God. Amen. But it required him to get his pride out of the way. Amen. To receive and adhere to the instructions of where the healing was. Amen. When you talk to people about the one church. Yeah. How in the world can you tell me Jesus only built one church. That's what the Bible says. Yes, sir. Matthew 16. Yeah. 18, follow. It was prophesied about. We talked about that last Sunday. Yeah. It came into fruition. Uh, day of Pentecost. Not only salvation was extended to the Jews, now for Jews and Gentiles, but they all came into one body. Man, how can you tell me I got to leave my traditional ways and come over to what you're talking about in order to validate my relationship with God? All right. I'm not telling you that. Come on. The Word of God is telling you. Man. The Word of God said, no other foundation. No other foundation than that foundation that Christ has laid. Man. Is worthy and beneficial to build upon. Yes, sir. It has already been established, and it's established on truth. Man. That confession that Peter made that Jesus is the Christ. 
Yeah. The Son of the living God. That's the foundation. Yeah. yeah. And folks, you can't shape truth. Man. So you mean to tell me, you're telling me I'm not saved unless I'm over there in the church of Christ. No, I'm not telling you that. The Word of God yeah. says. That's it. There's only one body. Yeah. And that one body is built on truth. Man. Psalm 127 and 1 says, Except the Lord build the house. They that labor. They labor how? In fact. If it's not about truth, right. it cannot be about God. Man. So you're telling me that I cannot be saved unless I come over there and be a part of what you all do. No, I'm directing you to the scriptures. That the pattern that's outlined in the scriptures, let's go to Acts chapter 2. When Peter preached that sermon on the day of Pentecost yeah. to those Jews. Yeah. And he brought to their attention that, that same Jesus yeah. that they called for his death. Mm -hmm. That same Jesus was validated. Cleared by God, approved of God, and he was the son of God. Man. And you murdered him. Yeah. You crucified. You crucified an innocent man. That's right. And as he went through preaching and bringing about the fact that you're guilty of your acts of murder. Yeah. For crucifying the Son of God. Man. Acts 2 and 37, the Bible said, when they heard this, yeah. they were afraid yeah. in their heart and they asked a question. Man and brethren, what should we do? Yeah. Well, if they were okay under the belief system that they were under, why would the question be asked, what do we need to do? Right. Why can't I stay under the belief system that I'm under. Why am I feeling condemned under the belief system that I'm under after what you told me? All right. Because they recognized and came to the understanding they were in error. Yes, sir. And they were seeking out what must I do? And they asked, and Peter gave the answer in verse 38. Yeah. Repent. Yeah. And be baptized, how many? Everyone. Every one of you. Yes, sir. Folks, God is only interested in what God wants. Man. He instructed Noah to be a one ark. That's right. No life, folks. Right. No life rafts. No outside floating devices. Mm -hmm. Salvation was inside the ark. Man. 
and, uh, and unless you enter into the ark, you perish. Man. Is that hard to believe? Most people say, no, I believe that. Yes, sir. Well, Jesus built only one ark. Man. We refer to it today as his church. And the saving power and the saving essentials regarding making it from this time side of life to eternity in heaven are found in that art, that church. You can allow your pride to cause you to refute and disagree that baptism is not essential to salvation when all through the Bible it states it is. Yeah. First Peter 3, 21, the life figure were into baptism that also now save us, yeah. not the pulling away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God. How can I have a good conscience toward God if I don't obey Man. God? Man. God told his only begotten son what he stated about him. This is my beloved son and yeah. whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. Amen. Jesus commanded baptism. Amen. Mark 16, 16. He that believe it and is baptized shall be saved. He that believe it not shall be damned. So how can you have a good conscience? For God, when you won't do what God tells you to do. Yeah. Right. That's right. That's fine. Now, if I just stayed at 1 Peter 3.21, you have to make a decision. Either the Bible is right or my pride has me bonded. All right. Man. Well, I believe the Bible is right. Man. So if you refute that I do not have to be baptized because once I make the confession that I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God, I'm already saved. Why? Let's go over to Anna, uh, Philip in the union. Yeah. What is it? Acts 8? Okay. Let's go out to the desert. Philip was directed by the Yes, sir. To go and join himself with this unit. Yeah. Traveling along in the desert. Yes, sir. Philip came unto him. Keep in mind, this was a this was no just any Joe up. Man. This was a man of status. Yes, sir. Yeah. Kept the queen month. Yeah. Had servants and everything, and he traveling along. But when, but when you when you live by the right spirit, you don't know, worry about all that. Amen. Amen. He came up to the unit, yeah. and he saw that he was real. Amen. And he asked a question. Do you understand? Amen. What you read? Amen. Now listen to this. Because this is critical. Yeah. Even this man of stats. Come on now. All right. Service. Come on now. All this stuff. Listen to this response to Philip. Right. How can I accept a man what? She got it. Simple man teacher. 
Yeah. In other words, I need some help. That's right. Yeah. right. That's right. This is a man of status. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Say no rinky dink person. Come on. But his humility yeah. opened up the gateway for him to come to know Jesus. Listen to what the Bible says. The Bible said that from that same passage, come on. Philip began to teach him Jesus. Yeah. Now somewhere along the course of that studying, yeah. water was brought up. Baptism was brought up. Yes, sir. Because the Bible said he began to teach him Jesus, yes, but as they traveled along, they came unto some water. Yes, sir. And it was the yielding yes, who initiated the question and said, See, here's water. Yeah, yeah. Why would he just bring that up out of the blue? Why didn't he just say, let me just confess and be saved and be done? Come on now. He said, no. See, here is water. What hindered me from being baptized? That's it. Philip responds, well, if thou believe it, thou may. Did he not make a confession? Yes, he did. He made a confession. That Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Yes, well, if I could be saved by just confessing without baptism, he would have been saved right then and there. That's right. But That's the story right. don't end there. That's right. The story said that the, the chariot was commanded to stop. Yeah. And they got off and they both went down into the water. He was baptized. Man. How can you believe just confessing Jesus is going to save you when the Word of God says you must? That's right. Be buried. Yeah. You must be baptized. Man. For the remission of your sins. Man. That's it. So you can allow your pride to tell you, I'm not going to. Go up there. I'm not gonna go through this hassle of changing clothes and having somebody to put me down in the water and go before all these people. Matter of fact, just got my hair done. Come on now. Well, which is more important, your hair or yourself? Amen. Amen. I'm not gonna go through that because I know in my heart I'm gonna pay your chest. No, that's a muscle. It don't think. It pumps. You better shift from this muscle to your mind. Man. To this heart. Yes, sir. And recognize that you are not in alignment with what the scripture teaches concerning your soul's salvation. Name and name them through a tantrum. Name them just fussed and fussed and fussed and fussed. But it's still That's right. And the only way the leprosy was cured, Naaman had to get himself out of the way. Yeah. And recognize, I don't care who you think you are, but you don't have the saving power to get rid of your leprosy. That's right. Man. And Naaman had to humble himself <laughs> to the saving power yes, that he didn't have. And I'm saying today, for you to be saved out of your sin, and
and to be in the right fellowship with God, you got to get yourself out of the way right, man, right. and take heed to what the scripture teaches. That's it. That's it. Any church won't do. Man. You can't be taught wrong, baptized right. Amen. You, you, I'm sorry. Christ church don't accept transferable membership from denomination. You can't be taught wrong and transfer into righteousness. No, that, 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 there's a procedure you got to go through. It begins with being taught correctly with the truth. Yeah. Well, where I was over there, they were teaching the truth. Well, if they were teaching the truth, why were they telling you you were saved outside of baptism? That's right. All right. Why weren't they taking communion every first day of the week? Why are they bringing in the bands and the instrumental music and the performers and all of this other stuff when we should only be focusing on God? True. Man. The truth. Well, I just don't get it. Hmm. Preach over there, preached out of the Bible. Well, the devil knows scriptures. That's right. That's right. Jesus said, if it were possible, even the very elect. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, just because he opened the Bible, doesn't mean he's teaching from it. Amen. See, the problem with people today is simply this. We're hung up on ourselves. That's right. We want to go to God's heaven. We want to enjoy God's blessings. We want to enjoy all of the spiritual blessings that are in Christ the way we want you. We want the benefits, but we do not want the true membership. Come on, man. Come on. Hmm. <laughs> American Express has a thing. It says membership has its privileges. Yes, sir. But every year, American Express sends you a membership fee. Man. Statement. They said, you, you, like, you like these benefits we offer? Come on. You, you like our customer service? You like all the things we do? Well, we got something for you. Once a year, we're going to send you a membership fee. All right. Yeah. Now, you don't pay these fees, you don't get the benefits. Just that's something. And if you don't believe it, go try to charge something on that phone. After that, due date happens. All right. I don't care what you say, preacher. I know in my heart. What do you know in your heart? Let me tell you something, what the Bible says about your heart and my heart. Absent from the word of God, our hearts are deceived. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. Fall off it desperately with it. Yes, sir. Let me tell you about our heart. Yes, our heart. Yeah. And without God, we are some vicious, mean-spirited, dangerous people. Yes, sir. But God, yes, sir. But God, 
who recognize our wretchedness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, sir. Had a love so deep for us. Yeah. All right. That he provided an anchor of hope. Man. A gift of salvation. Yes, sir. Man. He gave his only begotten son. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. It ain't about what you think in your heart. All right. That's right. It's what about God knows in your heart. Yes, sir. Right. Because without Jesus. Yes, sir. Come on now. You can't do anything. That's right. Man. That's right. You can be prideful and just rant and rave all day. You can rant and rave to Jesus come back. Mm -hmm. But these words are still going to say the same thing. He only built one church. One church. Right. There's only one baptism. Yes, Man. There's only one faith. Yes, yeah. Sir. One Lord. Yeah. yeah. One God. Amen. Amen. Spirit. Yes, up. Ephesians 4 and 4 and following, it's still going to say the same thing. Yes, sir. And if you're not a part, if you're not in that oneness, you're lost. Man. That's right. See, even Naaman finally came to his senses and realized silver and gold can't buy you everything. That's right. He had it. You may be sitting here today and you ain't got no silver and gold. Matter of fact, you might be low on your checking account or savings account. So you don't even have a right to put up an argument like like Right. At least he was rich and lost. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad to be poor and lost. All right. It's going to get you the same place in the end if you don't obey God. Amen. But at least Naaman was deceived by some good things that he had. Yeah. Silver, gold. Yes. But what are you banking on today? Come on now. Huh? You might be sitting here banking on insufficient. <laughs> And you want to dispute and argue with what the word of God said? Mm. No. No, sir. Oh. You're here today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you may have heard about the Church of Christ, but the Church of Christ is not determined by one person, <laughs> two people, right. three people. The thing you need to be mindful about the Church of Christ is the doctrine. Amen. We don't preach guaranteeing people. That's right. We preach and guarantee them doctrine. Because yes. the plan is right. Yes. The plan is right because Jesus is right. That's right. Yes, the plan is right because Jesus said the gates of hell should not prevail. That's right. Amen. Amen. The plan is right. The doctrine is right because it can't be but right. So you want to say God ain't right? I know we like to say we're human and we look at how people act and what people do. Don't base your soul on what you see other people do. Even people in the church of Christ. That's right. That's right. I'm saying you need to 
sit down and consider your ways. Yes, sir. That one day, life is going to depart from this body. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to stand in judgment one day. Man. And you're not going to have a chance to rebuttal. No, sir. Cross examine. No, sir. Point fingers. Yes, if they would have done this, I maybe would have done. No, 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 no. Jesus has already died for you, man. Yes, sir. The Bible has already charged you to save yourself. So I don't care what negative thing you might feel about the Church of Christ because of one or two individuals in it. Come on now, it don't change, man. The fact that. This is the saving body. Yes, man. There are hypocrites on your job. Yeah. Yeah. There are thieves on your job. Man. There are gossipers on your job. There are liars on your job. You don't go around bad mouthing, talking about how terrible your job is, walk around condemning it and everything. You won't have it long. I tell you what, keep doing it. We'll get a food basket ready for you. Real right. soon. Right. The church is a hospital. That's yes, sir. Right. The church is a rehab. Yes, sir. Yes, the church is. is a place for people in need. Man. The church is for those people who have raped their lives, who have been uh, 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 taken advantage of, abused, and, and all. You think of the worst of the worst that can happen to a, people, a person. Guess what? Church is their hope. Man. And that's why the church is here. Yeah. Because if we had it all together, come on, huh? Why would we need a savior? Yeah. But I'm telling you, we all stand in need. Yeah. Because guess what? We need a savior. Man. We need a savior. Yeah. So don't allow your pride to get in the way of what God is offering you today. That's right. By way of the truth that comes from his word. Amen. I understand if you've been taught something all your life, that's what you're going to defend. Yeah. But if Jesus is going to be your savior, come on. And if you are going to give God the reverence that he's supposed to have, yeah. you can't put your feelings above God. Man. Naaman learned that. That's right. And he went and dipped seven times. And I'm saying to you today, you need to be buried one time. Yeah. According to the truth. According to the truth. Simply meaning, you hear the gospel. How God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son. Man was separated from God. But God saw a way to have man reconcile back unto him. And that reconciliation came by way of Jesus. Believe it. Believe it. Yeah. He came down from heaven. Died at the hands of wicked men. Yeah. They buried. Third day. Got up. Man. 
took the punch out of, out of the grave, took the sting out of death, and anything else that got in the way, he trampled it to. Yes, sir. Letting the world know as he declared, death has no power over me. Amen. Amen. No sting yes, is so bad that I can't overcome. That's right. And he did. Willing to repent? Oh, so what you want me to do is acknowledge that all this time I've been living, I've been wrong. Ain't been right. If you've been right, there's no need to repent. So you telling me everything. See, we get hung up on the wrong thing. What you need to be rejoicing about is, I could have died. I could have died in my sins and heaven never in my heart. Amen. But God's grace, mercy, love is long suffering toward me. He has given me the opportunity to see the error in my way, and I have the opportunity today to get it right. Amen. Man, forget about what you wasted. You can't do a thing about it. But you, you can start a new today. Amen. Repent simply means changing your direction. Yeah. I was practicing this religion, this doctrine, this belief. I believe that well. Because I found the truth. I truly believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And I got to abide in the truth in order to be saved. I got to lay aside all of these traditions of men. I need, I need to get in the right fellowship and commune with the Lord every first day of the week. That's right. Amen. Take your money every Sunday, but they deny you the fellowship with the Lord every Sunday. You're simply turning away from error and following that which is Confess Christ to be the Son of God. A living Son of God. Be baptized for the redemption of the sin. Folks, we look at Naaman, we say, how could a man with so much make such a big fuss over being cured from his leprosy? Well, I ask you today, how can you sit here today after God has given so much and he gave so much, not because of his sin, but because of your sin and my sin? How can you sit there after God has given so much and refuse to say Lord, thank you. Yes, All right. Thank you for giving me this opportunity today on October 22nd, yes, 2017, right. to come to a place that will tell me the truth yeah. and help me to see the error in my way through your word. Yes, Not based upon what they think, but what the Bible teaches. Yeah. We're no better than Naaman when we refuse to accept the gift of salvation. Amen. 
that is offered through Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Amen. If you're here today and you're outside of this body of fellowship, this one body, the Church of Christ, Amen. this is your day. Everything today is about you. <coughs> Getting your pride out of the way and accepting Jesus to become your Savior. Yes, yeah, Not in word or lip service, but in action and obedience in doing what He says. Amen. Are you ready to be baptized? Because we'll do it today. Yeah. The water is ready. The water is warm. Yeah. Everything is ready. All we need is a made up mind from you. Amen. Don't be offended by what you heard today. That's right. That's right. It's just the truth. Yeah. It's the pride in you that causes you to be insulted. But don't allow your pride to block you from the blessing of salvation. What say you today? For us who are members of the body, sometimes pride could get in our way too. No, you don't need to be baptized again. But you need to humble yourself. The Bible says God resisted the pride. But he'll lift you up if you're willing to humble yourself. He'll lift you up. Your life is in shambles. You see, you said things just ain't working out right. I'm sick and tired of things just not working out. You might be in the way. Man, right. Humble yourself. Yes, sir. That's right. Deny yourself. Yeah. Just get out of God's way. Man. And allow him to use you and stop trying to lead God where you want to take him. Right now. God knows there are some places you don't need to go. Man. And, and, and you hell bent on trying to go there. So he, he might cause your tire to go flat. He might cause your car not to start. He might send somebody your way wanting. Don't, don't go. Don't go. Don't go. Don't go. Quit trying to leave God. Right. And allow God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Is that all right? All right. And all right. just, just make, make. Mm-hmm. You might see a change in your life. Man. And your living condition. Man. Because it ain't nothing you could tell God. That's right. Other than just your problems. Man. God don't need you to lead him nowhere. Yeah, right. We need God. That's right. What's our song, Jerry? 197. 197. 197 is our invitation song. I pray that you'll humble yourself and whatever you stand in need of in being corrected in your walk with the Lord today, that you'll get it right while it's still day, while you still have time. Let us together stand and sing.